2: to Alyssa explains it all i clap at the beginning of every time i do that by the way and you know yeah i guess you don't see that and i don't think you hear it but i do it every single time so welcome back to Alyssa explains it all hot mess express every single time today we have friend of the pod alana dunn on um she is a returning guest and we have her new podcast co-host carly silverman the two of them are i just adore them both i really do they're so wonderful and they have shared so much about their lives with their audience and i really it's just i'm so impressed by the both of them they go into like tons of detail about the highs and the lows of being in your 20s and what that experience is like like friendship breakups and relationship breakups and social media and anxiety and changing your career around and all this other stuff in between they have this amazing podcast called life in progress and every time they post a clip of this show like damn these girls they really are talking about like i wish i had their podcast when i was in my like early 20s because it would have saved me a lot of a lot of hurt so i i appreciate them spending time with us today you guys are gonna love 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 them thank you so much again for coming on i adore these ladies so enjoy carly and Alana. Your hair looks so good. I just did the front pieces with the shark, like the two of them. <laughs> okay, I I feel like I need the shark, but I also like it's just so much money spent. And I know once I
0: have it, I'm sure I'll love it. But well, hold on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Are you good at doing your hair with a curler, wand, whatever? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty good. Okay, then it would be worth it for you. I got the Dyson. I bought the Dyson. And I am horrible at doing my own hair. And it is the biggest waste of money for me ever. Because no. I can't. I, it has like a great blow dryer and I can do like a good blow dry with it. But the wand, I just, I don't use it because it doesn't stay. Interesting.
2: It definitely doesn't stay that well. It doesn't. That's, see, that surprises me because I feel like that was part of their
1: whole like, yeah, what they no. were selling like, people on. This will be out. In like in couple hours. But like it looks good right now, so That's like, all you need for now. You didn't put any spray in it. No, exactly.
2: Yeah. Okay, then that's great. Um today my hair is really greasy, so I slicked it Love back. The and then I also I the, it's raining, so I took the dogs out to go pee and I was like, It doesn't even matter. Nope. Doesn't even matter. We're hanging in. Um, well, thank you for coming on. This has been literally the longest time coming. <laughs> We've had the craziest bad juju getting you guys on. So I'm yep. so happy that we finally made it work today. Good morning, Carly and Alana.
0: Good morning. Good
2: morning. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed about that was how like... long it took for this to
0: happen.
2: <laughs> No, same. Like, part of it was like, I was in Scotland and I was like, I really, I was ambitious and thinking that I was going to be able to be productive on this trip. <laughs> Didn't happen. Um, You know, and how are you feeling, Alana? Because you had COVID last week when we were going to do this last time.
0: What the heck? I'm in the clear. I'm all better. I'm finally out of like my quarantine and I was so excited to like go out and about today and it's raining. So yeah. I'm really sad. I just but I will be going say, to the gym and that'll be my outing.
1: Good. I don't think any of our rescheduling has been my fault. <laughs>
2: That's true. That's true. You have been very readily available and flexible and we love you for that. Maybe okay, there's bad. a lot of
0: postponing on our collective
2: end. Sure. Yeah. But I think it was mostly me. It doesn't matter, whatever. We're here. We're here. We're here. And I'm excited that you guys are here because you have like I feel like there's a lot that's happened since we first tried to schedule to now. There's been like a whole bunch of stuff that happened. And so we've had a lot on the podcast before and when we did that, you had just gotten engaged. And actually, Mm -hmm. when you got engaged, we had a different day scheduled. And then you thought that you were like, I don't feel well. And you were like, pretty sure the engagement was going to happen. And so we pushed it out like a week. How
0: weird is that? It was literally on Friday. And I knew I was getting engaged on Monday. Yeah. And I wasn't feeling well. I was like, I need to rest. Yeah, that was that's so
2: funny. And so, yeah, then then we actually got scheduled. You had just gotten engaged. Now, Carly, you're engaged too. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> did you know it was coming? No.
1: <laughs> oh, not at all? N- not even like, I knew it was happening this year at some yeah. point. I thought it was going to be like December. So n- like can confidently say I had no idea. And it's it's been fun. It's been fun. Yay. How did he do it? he did it at my parents beach house in New Jersey at the shore and i had made this plan with my family like i basically planned my own engagement i made this plan i'm like everyone's going to be here my brother my sister the boyfriends the babies whatever we're all here we need to do a family photo shoot so i set the whole thing up i helped find the photographer whatever like i was like everyone needs to wear jeans and a white shirt we are doing a photo shoot i don't care what anyone says okay and i guess he just used that as like the thing, so we were all ready. We're all, we all go down to the beach, and then all of a sudden, I look to my right, and there's this like huge setup walkway. And I was kidding. I was like, "Is this for me?" But like as a joke, and oh. like,
2: yeah. And then and I, turn like, yeah, 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 I turn around, yeah, yeah. I turn around and I
1: see everyone recording, and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no."
2: Okay, no. this actually answers a lot of questions for me because I always wonder when people have um like get have their actual engagement happen and they're like dressed exactly correct yeah well then they had to have known but that's so funny that you were just like planning just a regular shoot Mm -hmm. and he took it that was really
1: smart Mm -hmm. honestly smart guy
2: yeah that's very cool that's so exciting and it's nice that everybody
1: was there too yeah that was like my biggest thing my two requirements were my family had to be there and someone needs to be recording it because i needed to post it on tiktok yes (laughs) priorities (laughs) priorities that's it priorities um
2: and so for those of you who may not know um Alana and Carly do a podcast together called Life in Progress. Carly also has a really um wonderful TikTok. I was browsing through some of that this morning and it's very funny. Like I saw the one you were talking about your um your fiance annoying the shit out of you like right in the morning. Always. And I was like, "Where I get that?" I yeah. I understand that happens. Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like the both of you have gotten really really good at being like Vulnerable and relatable, and just like throwing it all out there. And people were like, Oh my God, thank God.
1: I think we have. And then we also get a lot of mean comments where. You do? <laughs>
0: yeah. We do. About what? Ever. I, I, anything and everything. Yeah. Like, you would, we could, we'll post a video where, like, there's no way anybody could possibly say anything mean. And suddenly, we're the most insufferable people on the app it's a direct quote from user two four six eight three two one right last week (laughs) right exactly you know what there's something weird going
2: on I feel like on socials in the past like month or two where people are really mean like I don't know if there's just like not enough happening elsewhere in the world and people are bored (laughs) but I saw literally I was writing them down in my notes app because I was like I'm never I'm there's no way that this is real but it's real someone who made apple butter And all of the comments were horrendous. And they were like, butter? There's no butter in this. And they're like, sweetie, this is applesauce. And I'm like, you think that you're calling this girl an idiot. But meanwhile, apple butter is a thing. And you look like a big dumb fuck because you really cared (laughs) that much that this girl called it apple butter. And she responded. She was like, I didn't make up apple butter. Like, this is not something that I conceptualized. It's... I was like, this can't be real. I can't believe that people care this much. There was another one, um, this girl who made like pastina cause her kids were sick. And so like she posted the whole recipe and the comments were like, Italians always think that they created everything. This is just chicken oh soup. My like
0: who cares <laughs> that that's that's the thing. I would love to actually survey like all of the people that I know were mm-hmm. in my phone contacts, contacts and find out How many of them have ever actually posted a mean comment like that? Because who the hell are the people that are doing this? Who's doing this? There's enough of
2: them that we must know them. You know what though? I think about that, and I think the people that we are like are I don't think that any of us in this room would be friends with someone who leaves mean comments. No. Not, not to be elitist in that way, but I just don't really see that happening. But I feel like I can think of a few people that I know can't mind their business <laughs> yep. and care, care that much about someone else's suit preferences and need to like... Like, what do they get
0: out of writing that?
2: I don't, I don't know. And that's really like, that's the whole takeaway from it. Every time I see them, I'm like, it's wild that this... This you really felt like was so worth leaving this comment. It's just so it's just so wild. It's
1: funny because someone commented on my TikTok the other day, and I think the exact words were, "You are quite literally the most annoying person on this app." (laughs) And then someone tell me they follow you. They follow me. They follow me. Someone else commented on it, like replying to them, being like, "You know, you're just helping her engagement." And I'm like, "Yeah, you are." Period. (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly i i don't ever delete
2: hate comments unless they like really upset me and i'm like this isn't worth me yeah like stewing over this so i'll just get rid of it for my own sake but a lot of the times i'm like thanks for helping I boost me like the it. algorithm yeah, yeah. But- like what the hell and it's always the people that follow you or not the people that follow you but it's people who leave comments like that where i'm like but you follow me or you yeah. could also just simply scroll like yeah. why do you feel yeah. like no, it's crazy. Social media is wild. Right, it is. right
0: before we got on this recording, I was showing Carly. I posted a video when I had COVID of me eating a sandwich and drinking a smoothie, saying like I was having really weird cravings during COVID, where I'd go from having no appetite to wanting such a specific thing. Yeah, and so I got the specific sandwich that I was craving, and somebody commented saying like I hope you wore a mask when you went out to get that. And I'm like, don't let it bother me. Don't let it bother me. But it fucking bothered me because, yeah. it, first of all, in There's food delivery services. I have friends who were bringing me food. My mom was like bringing me groceries and medicine and stuff. But even if I went to go get it, why in the world? And this person followed me. Why would they assume that I'm the type of person who would go outside with COVID, not wearing a mask with the intention of getting other people sick? It's all those historically
2: reckless behaviors that you you have, Alana. Exactly. (laughs) It's
0: really my character is just why they... Thought that I would do
2: that <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so I want to talk about life in progress because this has been you guys. Have, it has it been like three months that it has been going on. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Crazy. That's so exciting, and I love the topics that you choose to talk about. The general theme is like talking about the highs and lows of being in your twenties, which mm-hmm. is great because as a person who is. Nearing the end of my twenties, thank God, yep. I can't wait to close that chapter because mm-hmm. I think it's just like people say that your twenties are your best years, and I, there's like some parts of it that are great. Like I think after your twenties, like you're locked into some responsibilities forever and ever until you die, and in your twenties sometimes you just like you're still they're adding on through the years of your twenties, and that's great, but the, your twenties are hard. They're hard. My so, <laughs> like, God, they're so hard. And I was looking at like the description that you have for the show and having it be like social anxiety and career anxiety and friendships and the friendship piece like really mm. stood out to me because that I feel like people don't really talk about how hard it is when you're transitioning from being environments like high school, college, where friend making friends is so much easier. And then you're in your twenties and you're not in those environments anymore. And then you're like, I, well, what do I do?
1: Yeah, I I, could, I mean, I could literally talk about friendships for hours on hours, and I won't do that. But I do feel like it's one of the most empowering and important things to talk about, because I don't feel like many people are talking about it. And I've been through so much friendship shit in my 20s. that I wish I had people that I could relate to and, like, realize that this is all normal, and it's okay. And nothing's wrong with you. And I don't know, I think that's What me and Alana really wanted to start this podcast for is because we felt so many different ways about so many different topics in our 20s, and we were just like, does anybody else feel like this? Are we the only ones? And we wanted a place to just talk about the shit that nobody talks about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that this is the, pl- the platform that you guys created, because I think it's even like the TikTok clips are just so great. And I'm, I love it. I love it. So um, so talking about friendships and wanting to be so vulnerable about, vulnerable about them, has there anything that you've already talked about that you've gotten a lot of feedback where people are like, oh, my God, thank God somebody understands.
0: Oh, my God, so much. I think talking about friendship breakups and and I want to let Carly speak to this because she's the one who really kind of spearheaded this topic because she has recently gone through some pretty intense friendship breakups but Mm -hmm. it's something that people are so afraid and i get it like a lot of people don't want to put their whole life and their intense shit out there online but it's so important to do because when you're going through it you feel like you're the only person in the world who's ever felt this and it's so confusing Mm -hmm. and so when we put that out there of like friendship breakups happen they don't have to be somebody's fault. Here's different ways you react. Here's how they make you feel. Here's how you move forward from it. And here's how you can empower yourself to, you know, choose friends that have the same values as you like are in the same place as you want to grow in the same ways as you. It was just really rewarding to see how many people that resonated with, but Carly, take it away with, with friendship breakup.
1: No, I mean, everything you said is so accurate i think the biggest thing that resonated was one friendship breakups and two not being in this quote unquote group of friends anymore and not Mm -hmm. feeling like you have that group chat or you know that group of friends that you're always doing things with i i talked about how this is the first time in my life where i actually do not have a group of friends Mm -hmm. and i have never felt such a relief I don't feel that anxiety anymore because I feel like when I had that group of friends, it was just a constant battle of why are we friends and are we friends for the right reasons? And is everyone in this group of friends actually friends with each other and who likes who better? And female friendships are so hard. And I think groups are toxic, honestly, I, I think some can work and some are great, but I. My entire life, I had friendship anxiety, and I was never secure in friendships. And this is the first time in my life where I feel so secure in my individual friendships. And I think it's because I'm not in that group. And I Mm -hmm. finally found people from different walks of life and different stages of life that just appreciate who I am now. And I think it's really important to understand that it is okay that friendships change from childhood, college, post-grad, your 20s, your 30s. And just I I just posted a TikTok about this. It's like having that mindset of well, it's okay and mm-hmm. it's not personal and nothing's wrong with you. And if friendships drift apart or they change, great. You make new friends and you find new people. There's a million people in this world. Yeah, it, it
0: wouldn't make sense for your friendships from high school or college for all of them to stay the same because you're not the same. You know, it makes sense when you're in a town of a few hundred people or a few thousand people and. You're surrounded by these people. So you do the same sports, you have the mm-hmm. same classes, you go to the same colleges, you're in the same fr- fraternity, sorority, club, and you're kind of, you become friends because there are things you connect on, but also because they're the people around you. And I think it was really hard for me in my 20s to kind of see, oh, well, these friends, some of them who I thought were like some of my best friends. Maybe they're actually just my fun friends, like the mm-hmm. people I go out with, or this friend who I thought I could talk to everything about it actually doesn't feel very good when I open up to them about what's going on in my dating life, so maybe I shouldn't talk to them about that thing, and that's okay and so I think just realizing friendships change, and that's okay, and not all friendships are supposed to last forever and you know, Carly and I met when we were twenty eight yeah, and I think it's so cool like we talk about making friends in your 20s and your 30s. And the fact that that is how it happened for us, like we became best friends randomly. Through social media. Yeah. Literally through social media, through DMing each other. And I think that that kind of opened up this whole new world for us of, it makes me excited for my future. And that's not to say I don't value and cherish some of my childhood friends and my friends from college, but it is comforting to know that Some of your best friends and the people who are gonna get you the most, you haven't even met yet, and you can meet them literally any day. It's really exciting. It is really
2: exciting. And it's nice to also look at it from the like opportunity standpoint because like you were saying you you end up having friends based on proximity until you are older and you can you can explore and branch out and you're working in an office with new people or you're going to a gym and there's new people or you're meeting people on socials and whatever like then you're giving yourself these opportunities to meet people and when i have talked to people who have a hard time meeting meeting people to like date i always will ask them where they're looking and if they are people who are like not at people which i totally understand which you guys also have a solution to which we're going to touch on later um (laughs) but um but i always think like well if you're a person who doesn't like to go to dive bars don't go to a dive bar looking for someone to date like that you know like go to places where you feel like you you thrive you're comfortable you want to know people who enjoy that same hobby and that's kind of how I feel like building friendships in your 20s and late 20s and your 30s and beyond ends up being is like you're in these places that you actually enjoy, which is another part Mm -hmm. of getting older. It's like, I really don't want, I think, I don't remember where I saw it. It might've been one of you two that posted it, but maybe not where someone had said like, I don't want to spend more than 30 minutes doing something that I don't enjoy. And I love that. And I think that that's also a huge thing of like being able to make these active choices about what your life looks like and building the life that you want, the friendships that you want, all of that's all kind of connected. And then you can actually like do things that you like with people that you enjoy. And I do also think there's a part of it that's like, you have to know what to expect from all of your friends. Like I have friends, I have friends from high school that like I love and I know that like, um, there's like one friend in particular that is really hard to make plans with. And I never take it personally, because I know that this is what to expect from them. And so I just I'm like, I'll, well, I'll see you when I see you. I'm not offended. It is what it is. I just know that when I need a very def- depend dependable person to make a plan with or a phone call or whatever, that's not necessarily the person that I'm going to reach out to. But I have other people that I can do that with.
1: And I think that goes back to what Alana was saying, like, it's okay to have friends for different things. Yeah. And Another thing you said that I really loved is how we look at it as an opportunity. And that's the same thing with dating. Mm -hmm. I was just talking to someone who went through a breakup and I'm like, but isn't it so fun that you can, there are people that you are going to date that you haven't met or that your Mm -hmm. future husband is out there that you haven't met. I think life is so much better when you look at everything as an opportunity and something new rather than what did I lose?
2: Yeah, I agree. And I think in general, the best thing that you can do for yourself is give yourself options. And I feel that way with like how you choose to educate yourself and how you choose to like choose your career path or whatever. If you can continue to give yourself options in as many areas of your life as you can, then at least you constantly have that space for opportunity. You constantly have like a little crack in the door where you could be like, okay, well, if I don't like this. It doesn't work out or whatever. There are so many other things that I can explore. And that is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: People need to understand that it's okay to try something or someone and mm-hmm. decide that's not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like with dating, you go on a few dates with somebody or even date somebody for six months, a year, two years, and decide that was great, but and I learned a lot, but this isn't my person. It's the same thing with doing an activity or being friends with somebody or, you know, moving somewhere else. Like it's okay to try things and realize that's not for me. Yeah. And I think it in life, it's so important to know what you don't like. You know, we try and figure out what type of person we do want to be with, what our values are and our deal breakers are with somebody that we want to, you know, have a lifelong relationship with. But in figuring that out, you need to know what you don't want to date yeah, and what doesn't work for you. So it's okay to try things, realize, okay, absolutely not. That's not for me. Hate that. Don't feel good. And then that gets you one step closer to what does feel good, to what you do enjoy, to the type of person you want to be and be with.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So now you guys have delved into like a lot of the, or dove into, delved? Dove? Delved, dove? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> you've discussed um a lot, a lot about- Words. yeah, Yes. Um, you've discussed a lot about your relationships and friendships and all that kind of stuff. Are the, Is there kind of like a mental, like brief checklist of things that you look for when you're scouting a new friend? You're like, I think this person might be a friend but they have to hit some, like some, some criteria in your head. Oh That's a good God. question. That's a
1: really good question. I've never thought about it like that.
2: My biggest one like- is that I don't want people to be exhausting to be around. If it's exhausting to be around you, I like, I can't.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Can't do that it. helped me think of something. So I feel like I'm not necessarily always like scouting for new, for like, I'm not like, okay, I need to add people to my friends list, yeah. but more so, you know, I meet somebody through a friend, through what I do for a living through working at whatever it is and you want to spend more time with somebody like you feel like you want to see them again it's kind of like dating but what i've realized is i try and take note of how i feel after leaving a hangout with somebody Mm. and this was a huge lesson that i learned over the last five years where there are some people where i leave the room and i'm second guessing things that i said I'm questioning, oh, are they judging me for this thing? Should I not have said that thing? Are they talking about me behind my back because I'm now away from that room and not there? And that is a horrible feeling. And Mm -hmm. so what I have started to take note of is, who do I not feel that way around? And over the last few years, I've noticed there are people where I leave and I feel like I'm on a high. I feel like, wow, that was so wonderful. And I'm not second guessing anything. I feel completely comfortable With myself and comfortable with them and that is how friendship should feel
1: yeah and i also think that when you're french making friends in your 20s and your 30s is is not an easy job it's not like it was in college and it's not like it was even post-grad it is hard so what i look for when i'm meeting new people is who is actually putting in the energy and effort that i'm also putting in and is someone Mm -hmm. matching that like i don't want to feel like i'm constantly trying to make a plan or I'm constantly trying to help this friendship grow. It has to go both ways. Mm-hmm. And friend, meeting friends is like dating at first. You Like, it's not going to be comfortable right away. You have mm-hmm. to put in the effort of making the plan. So I just – I want people that are interested in also making that plan.
2: Yeah, I totally get that. And, like, to just drive in the point of that people who – like maybe you have been friends, you experience a breakup, it has nothing to do with a person being a bad person or whatever. Literally exactly like dating, they just might be not be the best yeah. fit for you at that time. My like social battery is just so low that- like negative negative Negative. And I honestly think it's when you're like really, when you're really into social media and like you spend so much of your life doing yeah. it, it's really like your social battery, it, like it just drains really quickly. So for me, I like my best friend and like my best friend group, we're all really good at being like, let's make this plan. And if if a couple of days before I'm like, guys, I, I'm so burnt out, like I can't. No problem, we'll see you next time. And like that is so, like having people that don't get offended when I'm like, I can't follow through on every single thing every single time because I will be in shambles. Having that level of understanding is also yeah. really important. And so, you know, knowing that we still have some security there and it has nothing to do with our friendship and it's actually funny because my best friend and i had this um we don't fight but we had this like really awkward moment and this has happened we've been best friends since we were babies like we were born in in the bronx and lived in apartments next door to each other since we were quite literally born so she's my first friend and we we've never had a fight but we have had these weird moments where if one of us is really busy and the other one is trying to like communicate with them or make plans and the other one like just can't hold up their end of all of it we'll start to get like like oh my god are they mad at me oh my god yeah am i I mad at them I don't know, I don't, I don't think I am, should I be? And it's really weird. And we have this like weird internal dialogue and we're both doing it at the same time, which is- That's always
0: how it goes. Oh yeah. my God.
2: So recent, like earlier this year, we had one of those moments and she and I went, we we went out and we sat down and we were like, we need to stop doing that. Cause that's really dumb. And there's no reason. And yeah. it was like, it was so funny. I've been friends with her forever. I'm literally staring at a picture of us on my wall. And, and like to have one of those moments after all of those years, like, it's just everything is gonna ebb and flow and change as you get older and like your circumstances change. That was a big learning moment for us, for sure. I think um, communication
1: is also just key when it comes to friendships. So. Always. Yeah. With any with any
2: relationship,
0: yeah. literally ever, it's, yeah. it's so important. It's so important. And that's one thing that is cool about like later, I don't wanna say later in life friendships, like we're pretty yeah. young, but <sighs> making friends at this point in our lives, like with Carly and I, we're so, I mean, maybe it's because we over communicate literally every thought in our brain to each other, just mm. in our daily lives and on social media and on our podcast. But I forget what it was, I think like a month ago or two months ago or something. I we usually meet every morning and I wanted to cancel one of our meetings to go to a workout class. But I just wanted to do that. And I felt like, you know, I get sick a lot, like things come up. So like we kind of freely cancel our meetings and like meet later in the day, or we're just yeah. very like, lax about it but I was like can we not do this meeting so I can like go work out or something and she was like sure she was like okay no
1: I think I said yeah like do whatever you want to do like yeah and I, stress. I was like
0: oh my god is, is she mad at me and I have I been like moving the meetings too much like and so I immediately was like wait like are you actually okay with it or are you upset about it and I yeah. just said that because I didn't want to like dwell on it and she was like oh my god i literally could not (laughs) yeah so it's like actually the more you can openly communicate right the better yes
2: (laughs) yes i agree so much and it's nice to it's like the three of us talk about relationship stuff in our in our little private sectors of the world all the time and so it's nice to unpack the skills that you learn to develop really strong friendships too, because that that so often gets like left behind, and I think people mm-hmm. feel like it's like not interesting or it's not um, not as important because we get we prioritize our romantic relationships, and I I totally get that I have no problem with people doing that. I also think side note, it's weird when friend groups are like she always wants to hang out with her her boyfriend or her fiance. Like, duh, right? <laughs> Do you not want to always hang out with your significant other? Hello, like. I never understood that. I was like, I don't really. Yeah. Right. That's why we're dating. It's different yeah. If
0: you're completely neglecting your friends. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. If you're spending a few nights a week with your partner who you've been dating for six months a year, two years, like, yeah. You should be. Right.
2: Right. It's just like, and also if they weren't my favorite person to hang out with, I why wouldn't I with be them? dating them. Yeah. Like, it's just strange. Yeah. Strange. But it's nice to just talk about like what what skills we all had to learn and like what we had to overcome to understand what we needed to like actually function in adult friendships because no one talks about it ever Nope. yeah is there anything that you feel like you learned either through like the conversations you've had with each other or even just like therapy conversations that helped you a lot to just like build those communication skills like do less of like that. I think Carly, you were talking about like, maybe in a TikTok, like feeling like you were, you have to people please and overcompensate to like keep friendships Mm -hmm. and finally realizing that like, you just simply don't have to do that. Have you, has there any like, um, is there any skill or something that you feel like you, um, overcame to kind of get to
1: where you are? Yeah. I I don't know if I would call it a skill because I definitely am still a big people pleaser. I Mm -hmm. think what has helped me is being able to be so honest about my insecurities to people and really opening up. And it's on that person if they, you know, appreciate that and respect that and and want to build a friendship, regardless of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's just becoming more confident with myself, and I think that's what everything comes down to is. Being confident with who I am and liking who I am as a person, knowing that I am a good friend, regardless of anything else. And if someone can't see that and if someone can't appreciate that, then that's on them. And I don't need to be in that relationship. And I think that's what I've realized. And I've also realized as getting older, I don't need to put so much energy into the people that aren't putting it back. There again, there are a million people in this world, and I'm so excited to keep meeting new people. So why am I trying so hard with people who just are not giving it back?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That first thing that you mentioned is something that I'm definitely trying to work on and this is something that I've been talking to my therapist about where I put so much much pressure on myself to like be the best friend or to each of my friends or to always make sure like everyone is good with Not life, because life is really hard and I can't control what happens in other people's lives, but I never want them to be upset with me Mm. over something. And so, what I'm trying to work on, and I definitely have a long way to go, is kind of separating this idea of like, it's okay for a friend to be upset with me, or like if I cancel a plan or let a friend down, it doesn't mean I'm a bad friend or a bad person. We can't all be perfect for everybody else all the time. I can't always give 110% of myself to every one of my friends, because a lot of the times that will come at not getting a hundred percent to myself. Mm-hmm. And so that's something I really struggle with where like, I always want my friends to look at me in a positive light and not be upset with me, not be mad at me, not think I did something wrong in their eyes, but I can't be perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm human, which by definition means I am imperfect and will do things that upset people from time to time. And so it's for me trying to, separate like i'm allowed to do things that somebody's not happy with versus that doesn't mean i'm a bad friend
2: yeah yeah and that's a really good point nobody's going to be perfect and also everybody has such unique experiences in their lives and also unique experiences with the communication that they've received and not that everybody i mean i'm sure everybody has some level of like trauma that they work through not to sound like a TikTok trying to diagnose everybody but (laughs) but like everybody has had such unique experiences like um and received unique um types of communication and relationships and so the way that everyone processes it might not be exactly how you're intending and so there's only so much you can do but if you keep the lines of communication really open and you just i i feel like in the past couple of years being able to just say exactly what i mean as much as i possibly can helps so much it's made everything infinitely easier than trying to like sugarcoat every single thing that i ever say and and that helps a lot for sure um so you guys have started this this matchmaking company and i'm excited about this because it's called get set up and you're doing like is it like mutual friend setup type thing like how so i know that the, the concept is like the best way to meet somebody is to be set up by someone that you know so how are you how are you doing this
1: alana yeah <laughs> take it away so it, it started with
0: you know we both worked at dating apps for a few years oh. myself at hinge and carly at Lofts club and so we know a lot about how dating apps work how matching works how getting set up to go on dates work And since we have no longer been at those jobs for a while now, we are constantly, like every day people are asking us, like, can you set me up with someone? Do you know someone from me? Like, can you set me up? And we want nothing more than to like help people find love. Like that is why we do what we do. That's why we got into dating and into the dating space, Um, not Mm -hmm. physically dating, (laughs) ourselves. But so we kind of wanted to put our heads together and say like, this is something that we both, we both have different skills in this. but we also kind of have the same skills and people want it from us Mm -hmm. and why aren't we doing this so we decided like let's try it let's dive in and it's not necessarily through friends of friends but we have a huge network you know we have like alana's friends carly's friends those friends of friends people Mm -hmm. we've worked with in the past cousins like teammates like all of these people that we know plus we have our networks on social media so Carly has over 125,000 followers on TikTok. I have over 50,000 followers on Instagram. And so there's no way that like somebody's perfect person out there or somebody that someone could get along with, like is not within like two or three degrees of our network. And so we've used our reach to get thousands and thousands of people's information into this database. Not We're not getting people's information. They're giving it to us. They're filling out our matchmaking form and we are picking people individually because we're starting small um, to work with and to find out what type of person they're looking for why things haven't worked out for them in the past and based on their preferences okay who in our database can we set them up with and i think the other thing i didn't mention is everyone that we know whether we know personally or, or through social media. Is feeling so much dating app burnout, mm. and people want this aspect of human connection and humanity back into how they meet people. And so people are always saying to us, like, "Oh, like, why don't you just make it an app?" Well, we don't want to do that because that's right. what's not working for people. And so we are hand picking. We are. We have a spreadsheet. We're not. We don't want to automate it for it to match people. You know, we have it filter look through people's preferences. So if there's like an age minimum and maximum and religious deal breakers like we'll do that. But beyond that, we are then sorting through hundreds of people, looking at their information, looking at the actual like sentences that they gave us about themselves to really find somebody who would be a good fit.
1: Yeah, and I'd love to use this time to just say that again. Alana and I are doing this on our own by hand. And she says we're looking through hundreds of people. We're, we're not. We're actually looking through thousands of people oh
2: my God. on this
1: database. And we're getting a lot of hate and messages being Every like, day. I signed up for this. Why haven't I heard back? First of all, you sign up for a free, free, yeah, free database. How it works is you sign up for the, this database. And at the very end of the form, it says, Would you be interested in being a priority setup? A priority setup is where we take you one single human we and then you pay for this service we get on a call with you like an hour call with you we learn everything there is to know about you and then we literally become your dating best friends throughout Mm -hmm. the entire process and we are going through and handpicking people to introduce you to you are lucky if you are one of those free people that gets chosen from this person but people aren't understanding that it's only two of us we cannot go through thousands of these people to set them up and it's yeah. really hard because we want to we would love yeah. to be able to set every single person up in our database but go on an app if you want that like we are making this yeah. so personal and i just wanted to say that because it's really hard for us when we're constantly getting these messages of why haven't i heard anything And i'm like yeah what what do you, what do you want us to do <laughs>
2: well I think there's so people are so used to instant gratification of like I signed up for this app and now I can just like swipe and swipe and swipe and start Mm -hmm. conversations and by the end of tonight I might have a date next week and whatever and so I think that that's part of it but but the whole point of this whole thing is that it's it's so intentional and so um like hand yeah personalized yeah personal that's such a great idea and I can't tell you how many times I've literally googled like not since I've been dating John but I have Googled in the past, like, matchmaking services because I'm like, I that makes so much sense to me to just have someone else look because really people are not. There are a lot of people who are not great at representing themselves on apps. Yep. There's a lot of people that I know who are just not patient enough to like be on an app and um, be super intentional with the conversations they're having. And they they just want to like, figure it out. Like they want their answer yesterday and that's not how that works. Um, And so I
1: think this is such a great idea. Have you set anybody up
2: yet or are you still in like the preliminary
1: phases? No, we have. We've set people up. We're, we basically work with, I would say like three to four people at a time within like a month span. Mm -hmm. And that's why it takes so long for us to do it, is because we care so much about the people that we are actually setting up. We wanna make sure it works. And mm-hmm. Alana and I like, aren't in this for the money because trans- full transparency, we're probably not charging people enough to do this.
0: Yeah. We're 1000% <laughs> not And But that's the other thing is normal matchmakers charge like thousand dollars yeah. like minimum for what we're doing. And part of what we wanted to do is find a way to make it more attainable. like people who are our age don't have that money to spend on this for the most part. Yeah. But we're also like, well, we're putting so much work into this. Like we need to find some sort of balance where we're still doing, we're the ones doing it. There's not an algorithm. There's not an app, but it takes us a little bit less time. And we're charging a little bit more. We're we're in the works. We're trying to figure it out. If anybody has any advice. (laughs) I feel like, okay. Love it.
2: My very, um, not, professional advice, because what the hell do I know? (laughs) Nothing, big fat, nothing, but, but you could also aim to like hire people so that it's not just you guys. And even if you do like, like, I wonder if you can get like a, like create an LLC and get a loan to hire people make this like
0: business business i mean that's like a big that's like you've really that's, committed but yeah you know we would love it's, to, it's a direction we could go in yeah. but i think also right now while we're figuring it out like it, it's a hard thing first of all to like tr- not saying we don't trust other people but mm-hmm. we have to we talk through every single person and why we are or are not going to present it to the person that we're working with like right it's also we want to really pr- not saying like we'd hire an employee and this person's information wouldn't be protected but we want to protect the people that we're working with and Mm. people are concerned like, Oh, if I fill this out, like, is it going to be plastered everywhere? Am I going to get sent around to everyone? And so sometimes we'll like, we'll describe somebody to someone when looking to set them up, but we won't always like send their picture because they might actually know them or know someone who knows them. And we don't want it to get around that this person hired us. So there are a lot of nuances of privacy and just with wanting it to be us doing it. And maybe we'll get there someday, but it's also tough because there are so many different things that we have our own individual careers in terms of our content. I have my podcast. Carly has her incredible, huge TikTok platform and audience. We have our podcast together and we have this. And so we're not ready to go zero to a thousand on anything yet. I think we're (laughs) testing the waters with everything and seeing what feels right for us what makes the most sense and where we can have the biggest impact.
1: But I think our ultimate goal, like this is something we are both so passionate in. And if Alana and I could make a full-on career out of matching people, that is our dream. I think it's just figuring out how do we do that that's fair to people, but that also makes sense for us to put in this much work and effort. And there's only two of us. So we're still navigating that, but we have set up some amazing people and it is super exciting when we do do that because then it's like, oh, this is working.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Have you gotten like positive feedback from the people you've matched people with? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yay! That's so awesome. I love this idea. I think this is so brilliant and I'm so excited to see how it all just like continues to unfold. It's Mm going to be very cool.
0: Us
1: too.
2: um so so now both of you guys are engaged and it's happened like within a few months of each other which is very fun because that means that you guys can share wedding stress and wedding planning things and discuss that with each other um that's exciting <laughs> and also my sister is getting married in 2025 and i cannot she's starting all the planning stuff now because you literally have to and it's so stressful and yes. so expensive yeah I,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Was it? Uh, I think it was Alana. You were talking about how you know people who have literally medicated themselves to get through their wedding day.
0: Multiple. That's wild.
2: Yeah. That is wild. Do you have any like um, big priorities for your wedding weddings, respective
0: weddings? For like the day itself?
2: For the day itself. <laughs> yeah. Like, is there anything that you're like, I am definitely not like. I know um, for my sister it was and this is like so silly but until you're planning a wedding I don't think people understand how necessary it is no. she's really prioritizing being able to eat all of the food <laughs> that she's paying for <laughs> so she's a
0: very good idea
2: yeah and so they're gonna like at some point they're gonna set aside time for them to actually go and eat like even the mm-hmm. cocktail hour food and stuff like that and so those are things that like you, you literally have to think about it and it's crazy is there anything that's like on your list so you're like I'm definitely doing this and no questions asked no, about it. That's, that's what's such happening. a good
1: question. I actually don't think I have one yet. And I feel like it's because I've been in this wedding stress of just playing yeah. that mm-hmm. I haven't even thought about like the actual day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For me,
0: I knew I wanted a white dance floor. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Actually same. That was one thing where I, I knew like, I went, when we went to like our florist, like I, I don't know a thing about flowers. I don't mm. care. I don't care what colors are. There will <laughs> be flowers, and they'll be pretty. But my, my photographer will do a great job. Like all of our vendors, I'm like, great. Like we're hiring you because you know what you're doing, right? Like I trust you. I want a white dance floor. I Why? feel like in all of the photos that I looked at of other people's weddings, there are so many ugly, just like wood, yeah, floors. And dance floors. And if the dance floor is being brought in and put in, which at most of these places it is, it may as well look nice. And I've seen white or like white and black checkered dance floors. And it just, I think it transforms the room. And the floor yeah. is in all of the pictures from the reception. Yeah, facts. It's, it it's elevates a it all. The whole thing that elevates it so much. That was one thing in terms of like the actual wedding. That was a weird thing yeah. that I never <laughs> would have thought of. But in terms of the wedding day, I want to find a way to just like not be stressed and I don't know if that is humanly possible but I would love for it to be like a calm and peaceful
1: day. Yeah. I mean it's funny you say the white dancer because I never thought about that but that was one of Jason's requirements. Like oh, he needs, wow. Yeah, he needs a white dancer. I'm like, okay, I don't really care but sure. <sighs> Something that I am just so nervous about because I know myself is like not worrying about the content that is going mm. to be taken on my wedding day yeah and because it's my career it's literally my life and i'm always thinking about it which is one of the biggest cons of being a content creator because it's sometimes it's very hard for me to live in the moment which i am actively working on but my wedding day i just want to live in the moment and not worry about what is getting captured and i feel like i need to start practicing right now my wedding is literally tomorrow no it's like six months honestly
2: (laughs) i've heard of people who hire so oh, we are to, oh
1: we we are
2: don't worry yeah okay okay yeah who's gonna like take social media content for you because it's like yes. it's not worth I, and i think that's
0: brilliant yeah like i have someone I, literally coming to do that at my engagement photo shoot later this week
2: yeah as as they should and that's that makes it so much easier because then you can actually enjoy yeah what's happening i'm the opposite where like i um go through my life like i don't do this for a living and so i'm i will constantly do things and then later that night i'm like oh you know what
0: that would have been good i probably should take a picture shouldn't i like i <laughs> yep. it
2: doesn't even occur to me but and that's, that's great not, it's not because <laughs> because of that then i'm constantly like i i don't know what to, i don't know what to post and in in reality oh, well, I see, but
0: here's the thing i look at you and i'm like wow i need to like channel my aunt or Alyssa because Alyssa is doing such a good job. I do that with you. (laughs) At posting her stories. Like I need to do more Alyssa.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. Wait, I do that with you. That's so funny wow okay well we, we learned like something some today middle ground area <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean well social media is always going to be just like an arena of comparison constantly yes. Yeah. <laughs> and realistically like when I think about the people that I like some people that I follow who are really good at documenting everything on their socials I'm like that's that's great and I enjoy looking at their content but at the same time when I'm out in public I'm I'm just still not comfortable being the person who's like taking a million pictures and taking them. I can't. It just makes me feel Mm -hmm. so weird. And it gives me this like, and it's, it's in my head. I know it is, but it makes me feel like I'm implying this self-importance that I need to do this. And like everyone around me is like, the fuck do you think you are? And (laughs) in reality, I know that that's probably not what people are thinking if they know me in real life, but that's, that's the story that I consistently tell myself in my brain.
0: One of my really close friends is very like, doesn't ever think to take a picture like doesn't ever have her phone on her and ever t- to respond to texts yeah. and i i from the beginning i think she was a little like what is alana doing with her career now and i try really hard to like not especially if it's not people i'm like super close but like i'm not going to be filming everything that we're all doing but she recently went on a bachelorette party with um this girl who has a few hundred thousand followers came on it and she was like alana it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like I've never seen somebody spend more time posing or like creating these things to take pictures and videos of, of every single second. Like there was not a single second where she was not posting or posing in some weird way or making everybody do something. And I was like, I'm so glad you had that experience. She's like, doesn't that make me look like a saint? She's like, no, it literally does. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I will never forget. I was at a party in LA and it was like, I was in LA mostly through COVID. So this is like the first couple of times where I could actually be out and about. And the first time I, and then I saw this a million times after, but the first time that I saw this was at this party where someone literally brought like, like this type of a light. The like, light. Yeah, like this. <laughs> yeah. And But it was like this big box and she was just holding it and taking pictures at the same time. And at the time I was like, wow that is that's wild but in reality all those pictures turned out beautiful and anytime yep. i'm out any of the pictures that i take look like i took them on an iphone too because yep. i'm not carrying yeah. a, a light around with me so it's like i don't know the lesser of two evils in that circumstance
0: and- i will say i've gone to influencer events and i've seen people like have that and i'm like oh i wish i had the confidence to walk oh, around with that light
2: you know what though <laughs> i think so much of it is also just like your disposition when you're do- doing stuff like that because like yeah there's, um, I, I was recently out with Nancy who did season three of love is blind and mm-hmm. I, I freaking love her. She's like the sweetest, most grounded down to earth person. And I think because everyone knows that that's what her personality is. Like she was not the person that I'm talking about, but she did have, some sort of light for around her phone and all the pictures that she took were beautiful everyone was using her light like Mm -hmm. and she was taking pictures of other people she's the kind of person where like there was like a step and repeat and she literally brought a camera a digital camera to take video of of the step and repeat like so i took a video of her and she immediately like threw me and was like okay i'm gonna take a picture Mm -hmm. or a video of you she's like doing the content for herself doing it for everybody else and and she has such like a and everybody wins mentality that, and that helps a lot. Versus like bringing a like a, a light to things like that, always just kind of feels like yeah, it feels so like self centered. But she does it in such a beautiful way. I'm like, whatever, however she's doing it is exactly how I'm going to try to do it because it's tough. It feels really weird. It does. But so then, where do you gain your sense of like confidence for the things that you want to share? Where do you gain that confidence from, or do
1: you just Let like throw go it out there look and see for
0: what it and find it and not find it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah one second I don't, what? I don't see what it happened? anywhere um, can you order that for yeah. delivery? <laughs> is that a <Yeah>. postmates? <laughs> it's funny I feel like I, I think I've been trying to do this more but being more vulnerable and more authentically myself on social mm-hmm. media, media rather than looking so perfected I know like when Alana first met me she thought I was just this really confident person nothing was ever wrong and Later, did she learn that that was not true? Um, but I don't know. I feel like I'm starting to have that like I don't give a fuck attitude, mm-hmm. and that's the era that I'm in right now. Like I know the stuff I'm posting on Instagram is being judged, and mm-hmm. people are like, "Who does she think she is?" And <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, everyone else is doing it. Like this is my career. Like this is this is what's gonna yep. work. So. And- Whenever you get in that mind space, just remind
2: yourself that someone literally made apple butter and was roasted in the comments. Another woman woman who's a mom was making soup for her sick children Mm -hmm. and got roasted in the comments. By the way, part of what she got roasted about was that she used um, like chicken broth that was already made. And they were like, that's not homemade soup. You didn't boil a whole chicken. And she was like, I had a child literally throwing up. So I didn't have time to get a whole whole chicken chicken.
0: and boy she didn't it. go on there and say here's the most authentic homemade <laughs> recipe that you could ever make. Right. She's like my kid is sick and so this is what we're making and that's
2: so that's what's happening. Right. So bizarre. And that honestly seeing seeing those videos has helped me a lot because I also get in that space where I'm like I overthink so much of it and in reality like when you stop worrying about the the outcome everything right. ends up being so much like it's less stress for you and also it somehow seems to like received.
1: Yeah. And I, I feel like I've gotten more success from stop like giving so much of a fuck. Yeah. And like, yeah. judge me all you want, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, totally. I
0: think what I've realized is the more vulnerable and just myself I am, the more that people connect to it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my mission all along is to help people, you know, in their dating lives and their daily lives just feel less alone in whatever they're going through and me being more off the cuff me being more open about things i've struggled with random thoughts in my head silly things that i deal with on a day-to-day basis that's what people actually want to see and that's mm-hmm. what will help somebody's day be 0.01 better or more hopefully i think yeah. more 0.01 is
2: real low give yourself more
0: credit yeah that. but, but that's yeah. the goal that's the goal I'm, i i'm not like delusional and thinking like a video i post is going to change somebody's day or change somebody's life but yeah. if it can make somebody feel a little bit better then it was worth it
2: yeah yeah and i think that like having the mindset that you have the both of you have about making stuff that's just like vulnerable and authentic and just like not trying to um overly perfect it also helps because I think i understand that people like to see really polished content sometimes and sometimes that like aspirational stuff is kind of fun to watch yeah but making content like that like it looks really beautiful but for someone who's receiving something like that sometimes it feels really shitty you're like wow like that is not what my house looks like and that that is not attainable to me literally at all and it's nice to also contribute to that space and be like my like i posted a vlog recently it did a mini vlog. It did shit on Instagram, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. But it was like purposefully a non aesthetic, like, yeah,
1: no, I my was real. I going to say the same exact thing. I, I always watch those and I'm like, wow, like must yeah. be nice. And I've even tried making them and I just felt fake Yeah. and they just don't look good. And mm-hmm. so the other day I posted, I think it was like a four minute, literally like a real day in the life vlog. I didn't edit it. I would just Anytime I was going to do something, I'd pop my camera on and I would just like do what I was doing. It yeah. Flopped completely. Like yeah. terrible. I like anytime. that. <laughs> but, like, but it but it
2: feels better, honestly. Yeah, it I feels felt really so good. <laughs> it feels really silly. Like when I think about people who do like a day in the life vlog and they film when they're in their bed and waking up. I'm like, now I know your ass got up.
1: And when to put a camera. Yes. And then you got back in bed and pretended to be asleep and woke up no and this time I was like I'm gonna lay in bed here's my camera here's me waking up like (laughs) my favorite one of my
0: top 10 favorite like friendship moments with Carly because Carly has made a lot of those videos where Mm -hmm. she like gets up out of bed oh yeah I definitely
2: have (laughs) who among us has not
0: (laughs) we had our like first friendship sleepover. Um, we went to Miami for the weekend together and we shared a bed. And in the morning she woke up and like big stretched her arms. And I looked at her, my jaw dropped. And I was like, oh my God, you actually do that in real life? Because it was this so oh specific my- stretch that she dod- <laughs> did in all of her like, get ready with me, wake right? up with me videos. And to see her do it in person, I was like dumbfounded. <laughs> I'm see, like, that just happened. She was being genuine and authentic. That but is how she woke up. <laughs>
2: Oh my God. That's amazing. I love that so much. Well, I think you guys both make amazing (laughs) content separately and together. And I'm so excited for all these like very cool things that you have coming up. And I'm so happy that we could finally do this. It was, it was worth the wait. Worth Worth the wait. wait. I love this. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Um, so I ask everyone who comes on the podcast for their piece of dating advice. I know Alana, Alana does this also. Um, is there any piece of dating advice that you would like to impart on us today? Alana, you've done this already. I can't remember what you, what you said the first time around, but if there's anything- I know like... what
0: my go-to is, but I can definitely think of another. I, I likely said, if you don't ask, you don't get. Probably, yeah. I think that is what it was. I know what Carly's going to say. Yeah. I'm excited <laughs> for her so to say basic, it. it's
1: so basic, and I'm like, should I say something different? But that's okay. No, because
0: you know what? Half the people who come on seeing other people say, be yourself, and it's a good reminder to yeah. be your freaking self.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mine is rejection is redirection. Yes, that's my favorite one too. I will literally die on that hill. <laughs> I I feel that way with friendships. I feel that Everything. way with relationships. I feel that
2: way with Career. jobs. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. That's yep. good advice. I love that one.
0: Yep. I will go with you're gonna be okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna, you're gonna be okay. Like no matter what you're going through right now, and how much pain you're in, or how afraid you are, or how anxious you feel, like I promise. This feeling is temporary and you're going to be okay and you're not the first person in the world to feel this way or go through this thing and you're not the last so i think there's comfort in knowing that you're not alone and i promise you will get through this you will be okay i
1: have feel- one more yes <laughs> please share she, she remind me you cannot die from a heartbreak yes. yeah 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 Love that. I I,
0: I
2: think that the, that's that's like how your platforms feel to me is like the you'll be okay you won't die it's gonna suck but it'll be okay yes. that's literally what I feel like your your platforms feel like it's like Aww. like a cozy hug you Aww. know it's that. the
1: pastina that your that's mom such a makes good for comment. You. <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: yeah. that's what it is that's, you know when you're sick I yeah. love
1: that. the chicken soup from a box
0: yeah
2: exactly <laughs> exactly oh my gosh well okay so everyone needs to check out everything that you guys have going on so seeing other people as a podcast
0: recently featured in the new york times mm-hmm. yes what? did you frame crazy that, by the way i haven't yet because i have to order like a weird custom like frame for okay. the size of the article but i went and like bought the new york times a few copies and it was really cool
2: that is, I, I'm so congratulations. Sorry. That is so Thank wild, you. so well deserved. Like, it just uh, that was that's so insane. I'm sure that that was Thank very you. surreal, especially because you said you didn't know it was happening, right? Just like,
0: yeah, just it happened. was very surreal until some asshole decided to come and like, oh well, I wouldn't want to be featured in the New York Times because they do this, this, and this bad thing. Oh, like, God. you shouldn't be proud of that <laughs> or promoting that.
2: Where Girl. is your mention in a, yeah. in a worldwide known <laughs> like, you know newspaper? Okay.
0: I'm still really excited about it, but thank you for your concern.
2: You know, what? the worst, the worst part of all the social media stuff is I cannot let things go. If that man comes,
0: no. okay. the first
2: thing I thought of when you said that is I'm going to find that comment, I'm gonna find that and I'm going to say something to that guy. And I know that that's not helpful and I need to let things go sometimes, but other times I'm like, I will end no. you. <laughs> I will end you. I want to rest like all like my that. team. <laughs> it's it's you I don't know if you do because it's frightening. <laughs> I think, I do. <laughs> really I'm think here, I do. I'm here to fist fight anybody in the comments because they're Great. all ridiculous. Great. But anyways, so, so Life in Progress comes out every Tuesday. Or Wednesday. no Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I literally wrote down Wednesday, read it, and then said Tuesday. So that's okay. <laughs> fun. And you can follow those accounts on socials. You can follow the girlies separately, seeing other people. If you want Carly and Alana. There are several places to find Carly yeah, and Alana. There are a lot, so many. You can so fill, many. you can fill that cup in many ways. Yes, in many ways, and we're all very lucky for it. So overflow,
1: exactly. Yeah. The cup
2: overfloweth with Carly and Alana. are <laughs> <laughs> will be our new name, <laughs> and we are pleased. Anyways, thank you guys for coming on. This has been so fun. Thank the you. time always flies with with you guys, and I I'm, know. I'm like, so, I'm so excited for everything that you guys are doing and. Um, you're just like little entrepreneurial girlies and it's just awesome. So I appreciate you coming on and, um, I'm sure we'll have you back. Yes, please. So if we ever decide to have guests, you'll be the first to know, but we haven't decided that yet. (laughs) In the meantime, I will be a loyal listener because I think it's such a great concept for a show and your vulnerability and your honesty is like so, um, refreshing. Even like, I feel like people say that all the time. That, oh yeah, the vulnerability is refreshing. And and still, it still is. Like it just really is. And so I'm really proud of you both. That means and, so much. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I could cry. <laughs> don't cry, the am mate. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to have you guys back literally anytime. And I appreciate um, us finally getting this all together. Yeah, we love thank you. Thank you. you. I love this
1: is so fun. Thank you yeah. so much. Of course.
2: you so much for listening as a reminder we are always accepting questions about sex ed about relationships life advice we will accept it all we would love to hear from you so send us an email to AlyssaExplainsItAllPod pod at gmail.com